mind and voice. Of course, uh, we've got several people on the line. Anybody can make a comment or speak. But uh, talk to us today. What are we talking about? Well, today um, there is a article on the waiting and dating and mating news page, and we thought it would be interesting to get some feedback about this particular article. Uh, the name of the article, the title of the article is Planned Parenthood Employees are Salesmen for Abortion. Uh, and I, I want to start by just reading um, a little bit from that article. There were some things that were said on the article that I thought was very, very interesting. Um, they interviewed a, a woman that was a director at one of the most lucrative Planned Parenthoods that there are. Uh, it's a city in Colorado. Um, one of the things that she says, she's a former clinic manager, and she told the Christian Post that uh, for Planned Parenthood, the only way to make money and the only way to generate revenue for the clinic is through abortion. Mm -hmm. um, she further said that if if the numbers for abortion was not up, that Planned Parenthood would begin to lay off workers and be um, able have to put people um, out of jobs. And also, um, will not be able to provide uh, counseling for the members of Planned Parenthood, the employees of Planned Parenthood that leave and need counseling, mm -hmm. emotional and spiritual counseling for what they saw while they worked at the clinic. Mm -hmm. So it's a necessity for them to keep their abortion uh, numbers up. And the one of the things that she talked about was the extremes that they go to to do that, um, they information. They have a picture on here uh, showing some of the employees, I believe, that's talking about cancer screenings and all of the other services that they supposedly do. Um, one of the things that she said was that the the uh, Planned Parenthood they lie, um, they they tell falsehoods uh, to people so that they can continue to rally support and financial assistance to keep their businesses running. And I thought that was interesting coming from a, um, a former uh, clinic manager from that, uh, from Planned Parenthood. And, you know, we've heard a lot of things, a lot of different opinions over time about what women think about um, abortion. I think one of the main things we've heard the rhetoric over and over and over, it's a woman's body. She's free to do what she wants to do. But one of the things that I, I would like to get feedback on is what, how does that affect the mindset of women, of women knowing that the people that work for this uh, particular establishment are praying 
on women uh, so that they can keep their sales numbers up. Mm-hmm. I, I would be interested in hearing what what women thought about that, you know, what some some other ladies might think about that, you know, knowing that they're that women are are generally being used and lied to about the support that, that they're going to get when they come, um, when in turn they're really going to kind of seduce you in to um, sexual well, well, abortion. Well, let's, let's, let's back up. That is an interesting article. But let's, let's make it a broader question because we got some guys. Uh, here's my issue because we're talking to a group of singles people. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my question would be, why would a single Christian need Planned Parenthood? Because all they're doing, they they're doing cervical cancer screenings, uh, other than a mammogram, which is you know breast breast cancer, okay. But mostly, they're screening for cervical cancer. They are. Uh, Helping people with contraception, which mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, condoms, pills, uh, the vaginal mesh, which always get recalled, uh, you know, all of this stuff, the day after pill, all this stuff. Okay. So let's make it real plain for everybody out there so anybody can uh, comment. Does a does a single Christian need birth control? Would anybody like to comment on that? And there is a dissenting view, and an understandable dissenting view either way. I mean, there's, 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 there's good opinions either way. But, um, and if, you, if you'd like to make a question instead of comment, you're going to press Five star, five star, five and then star, and then we'll, we can see you and let you speak because uh, everybody's been muted. But um, so here's the question. Do, do Christians need contraception? Do we need birth control? Do Christian women need Planned Parenthood when they're single? Do Christian singles need contraception? Why or why not? Let's go. Anybody got a comment? All right. Uh, 9991. Uh, welcome to the call. And uh, what's your question or comment? Thank you. Um, uh, well, I just want to mention first, uh, first Corinthians 6 and... 19, it says, um, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. And then verse 20 says, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. So if it doesn't doesn't bring glory to God to, uh, you know, be, be on birth control as a single Individual, I don't think it's necessary to do that uh, because you're not planning to have sex as a single. 
Christian. And that's my uh, dad taught me, you know, our protection is Jesus. And, it's, um, you know, his love will keep us from, you know, having sex out of wedlock and, um, you know, just fall into our temptations. All right. Now, that's, that's, that's a... Uh that's that's a that's a view. Anybody else got a comment on this? Anybody else got a comment? Thank you for your comment too. Thank you for your comment. You're welcome. Anybody else? All right. Five zero seven three. Go ahead. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Um. Well, uh, as a single, um, well, Planned Parenthood tries to play a role that, you know, women, you know, like my, like uh, uh, the co-host said, you know, to lure women in, you know, they make, they give them, they say they come in for pap smear or you come in for all these different things. Um, so Planned Parenthood does that. Um, but, I mean, really, no, nah, there's no need for no contraception or Planned Parenthood, because if you're not having sex, then, <laughs> I mean, you, there's no need for none of that. that that's all for sexually active uh, people, people who are involved in sexual active, sexual activity. And as uh, a Christian single, we know, you know, no sex before marriage. So if you're not having sex and you're not engaged in sexual activity, then what do you need Planned Parenthood for? What do you need to get a pastor for? What do you need to... You know, uh, you know, girls. What do girls need to go get uh, checked up for if they're virgins? Or now, uh, or if they're not having sex. Now, I mean, I know sometimes you know there might be like, you know, they they say you know there's there's chances that they might have you know all these different types of cancers starting to form or nothing. But really, I mean, you know, it doesn't. Most of the time, it's only for people who have. Um, or who mostly is only for women who are sexually active. So if you're not sexually active, there's no need for contraceptives, and there's no need for Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. If everybody in the in in the United States was uh, waiting for marriage to be uh, to have sex, Planned Parenthood Planned Parenthood would not exist at all. Mm. So that I mean that's the biggest thing. Contraception. I believe that contraception wouldn't even uh, and, and birth control, that wouldn't even exist because within the confines of marriage, I mean, you can have as many children as you want and you can limit it or whatever. So uh, there wouldn't really be a need for none of that if everybody was doing the right thing. But there's a lot of people that are doing the right thing. So this contraception thing, to me, is basically built off of sexual immorality. All right. All right. <laughs> I definitely have some comments. Uh, but let me ask you this. And thank you, uh, 5073. Let me, let me ask this question. So does a woman, and to my call, because I'm not a woman, okay? So, you know, Rodney brought up a good point. If you're not sexually active, you don't really need to be going in to get a password. Is that correct or is that not? Or does a woman well, 
based on 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 my research uh, and doctors' reports that I've actually read, that the only need for a pap smear is if you have engaged in sexual activity. And I know that across the board, uh, women would not agree with that because that's not what we're taught. You know, uh, we're taught that when you become of age, even if you are a virgin at age 18, that's when you start to go and get your pap smears. At least that's the age that it was when I was coming along. Um, Okay, now, we got some guys guys on the line. What is a pap smear? And I think we found, because we wrote a book about this, guys, and we're going to share some of the information before you get off. Um, You can go to WayneDatonMain.com and get a lot of these materials. But, but Regina, okay, here's my question to you, okay? What is a pap smear? Do do most women even know what that is? Um, yes, I believe most women know uh, technically or practically what it is because we're taught about it. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of young ladies that, that go to the clinic, you know, they're going at age 12. A lot of times um, women... Um, they have problems early on uh, at an early age, as early as nine, ten years old. They have uh, problems with with their uh, menstruation, and the mothers are concerned, and they take the daughters, um, and and they're uh, examined um, or looked at. So it, it's so, and, and you may not have a full, complete, all-out Pap smear at that age, but they do check you. And they begin to tell you, talk to you about uh, the examinations and all of the information that goes into being a woman, you know, that's connected okay. with menstruation and all that. Right. Okay. But, I mean, we're not going to spend the whole time on this, but what are they checking when they do a pap smear? What are they checking well, they're, well, they're checking for um, any irregularities, anything that's in there that's not supposed to be in there, any growth. That's there. That shouldn't be there. Um, the chicken for you know possible tumors or cysts that are that are in there. Any abnormalities that are that okay. are there. Okay. Can I quote from your book that you wrote a few years ago called Test Tools? Anybody on this line? We've got a. We just got a new post on our website, WaitingDatingMating.com. If you buy the ebook, uh, Waiting Dating. Maiden, waiting, dating, maiden, ebook. It's a book about going from singlehood to marriage, okay? All the singles need to get it. You can get our ebook for $4 today on our website and it'll download, okay? If you buy the ebook today on this call for $4, it's a dating ebook and it's 130 something pages. You can buy the, the hard copy for 13 if you buy the ebook today for four dollars, we're gonna send you the book test tube that talks about contraception. So uh, we'll send you that ebook for free today, today only. Okay, so if you buy the hard copy for thirteen dollars or the ebook for four dollars, I just recommend you now you ain't got a lot of money, you know, four dollars on the ebook and um, you know, you can do it by credit card or whatever. 
we will send you the um, this book that we get ready to read from that me and my wife wrote uh, a few years ago called Test Tube. Now, most women on the line don't know this, and none of the men on the line know this, okay? Here, here's what I was getting to, um, and, and the need for Planned Parenthood and contraception. And if you're just coming on the line, the discussion is, does a single Christian need birth control and contraception? That's what we're talking about today. And I know that that's a loaded question. If you have a comment, you can press 5 star. If you have a comment, 5 and then star, and we'll see your question and uh, let you comment or make a question, comment or speak. But um, in, in the book on page 38, um, you know, we talk about how women have lived for thousands of years without having this annual rite of passage of the pap smear. Like, my great-great-great-grandmother did not have to have a pap smear. My great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother did not have to have a pap smear. Noah's wife did not have to have a pap smear. Moses' wife did not have, a, have to have a pap smear. Sarah, Abraham's wife, did not have to have a pap smear. Mary, the mother of Jesus, did not have to have a pap smear. There's no more reason that. Harriet Tubman did not have to have a pap smear, okay? Slave women did not have to have a pap smear. So, and this seems to be the induction of women into the area of birth control and Planned Parenthood. Okay, but, uh, and, and please, man, get this book today. We're going to give it to you for free if you buy the other book for, uh, for $4 at WayneDayMain.com. But listen to this. This is what we said, on, uh, this is what you said, uh, Regina, on page 38. Um, um, the pill really hit in the 60s. Right when the sexual revolution hit, the pill was women's way, shaking their puny little fisted guy. However, it must be noted that almost simultaneously STDs increased 250%. All of a sudden, women needed to have an annual pap smear. Now, why did women need to have pap smear? Because sexual transmitted disease increased 250% in the 60s. Right when what? When everybody was reading their Bible and having revival? No. <laughs> when the sexual revolution hit. Okay? So everybody said, well, we ain't got to have these rules about sex. And we can just, they just told us that the church should control us. And you ain't got to be married. And, and husbands can swap their wives. And men can be with men. And women, I mean, man, this is all groovy, man. You know, that's like the 60s, okay? Well, at the same time, when we were getting liberated sexually, Sexual transmitted diseases shot up 250%. Most women don't know this. All of a sudden, women needed to have annual pap smears to screen for cervical cancer. The, the, reason that, the, the, the reason that a woman has a pap smear is to screen for cervical cancer. That's the only reason. Listen to this. Cervical cancer, which is 98% caused by an STD. Do you, did you know that the only reason women today get pap smears is a screen for the results of a sexually transmitted disease, HPV. Now, if you will look, we were, oh, my gosh, I'm getting too excited. Listen to this, y'all. I was, I was reading the Essence magazine the other day, had a big article. Gina, now you got to bear with this, because right? we saw this, we couldn't believe this. A big article about get your children vaccinated for HPV at what age, Gina? What age was it? Uh, was it 10? 
between 10 and 12. Yeah. Me, uh, males and females. Not just not just females. Oh, my gosh. Man, okay. No. Everybody on the line, let me calm down. Because some of y'all don't know me. You knew this was coming. Listen to me. Do you understand how outrageous that is? And it's in a black magazine. So who they're targeting? Black kids. So now they're trying to have, before you go to college, this HPV vaccination mandatory which is a problem in itself because I don't trust the government in their vaccination. Maybe they're sneaking other stuff in there. We don't know. <laughs> Y'all, the only reason that you would need an HPV vaccine, first of all, HPV, listen to this, newsflash, the only way you get it is a sexually transmitted disease. That's the only way you can contract HPV. It's a now. Go look at this month's Essence magazine. Go look at it. I promise you, it's in there. So now they're targeting black kids. They ten to twelve. They they're trying to get them vaccinated for ten to twelve. Twelve year old need with an HPV vaccination. If they not sexually active. Oh my gosh. I know. I know the dissenting. I know. Well, they, they doing it. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. But listen, back to this. The question is, do Christian singles need contraception and birth control? Here it is. I bet, that, I'm still reading from the book. Uh, I bet nine out of ten Christian women didn't know this. Let me explain. The Papanicolaio test which we call the Pestament. That's why we call it the Pestament, because it's hard to pronounce the full name. The PAP test is a cervical smear or smear test. is a screening test used in gynecology to protect, to detect pre-malignant and malignant cancerous processes in the ectocervix, which could lead to cervical cancer. This test aims to detect potentially precancerous changes, which are usually caused by sexual transmitted papilloma viruses, HPV. Most women contract HPV soon after becoming sexually active. There is little or no benefit to screening women who have not had sexual contact. Women should wait for a few years after they've had their first intercourse before they start getting pap smears. Now, y'all, this was not... What I'm reading you is from our book was not some preacher saying this. This is from the American Cancer Society. So now we got all our teenage girls going to get pap smears. For what? Well, they say she That's the answer? They catch more than HPV, which is curable, and herpes and all this stuff. So here's my question again. Christians, do Christian singles need birth control? Do the Christian single women need passments? Okay, one answer would be yes, especially if they're sexually active before they got saved. However, um, another answer might be no, because what the lady said, well, our body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the only reason for, for that part Y'all, man, just get the book, because we explain it all. We, we document everything about this whole birth control thing, which is a conspiracy. Let me, let me, let me 
know, our population is, is dwindling out. But one of the things is that we found is that a lot of these um, uh, contraception and, and the pill is making our, our, making our women sterile when they cannot produce. And that was the, the grand plan of the promise plan parenthood. Margaret Sanger, she wanted to reduce and ultimately eliminate the African-American race through uh, birth control and all that. So you can read that in the book. So you go to WayneDayMain.com, you buy the Wayne Day Main e-book for $4. We're going to send you the test tube book that I was just reading for, from uh, the e-book um, for free. Okay, You can read it on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer. Whatever. Okay. If you want the hard copies, you can also get that, and it's on our site. Any more comments about this, y'all? I get, I get so. Oh my God, I can't believe this. Go, to, go. Just you ain't got to buy the essence, you know. I didn't buy it. They sent it to me for free. Trying to get me to subscribe, but go to the news and just read. It's a big old ad about HPV to ten to twelve years old. I was, I was so sad. I was so sad about it. Any other comments about this? So to my men, here's my question. Do Christian men need to carry around condoms just in case we, if we, because you know what I mean? The Bible says the flesh is willing, well, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is so weak. So what about we slip up, we sin? How to forgive us? We don't need to catch AIDS or herpes while we sinning. So why not get protection? We don't need to have an unwanted baby while we sinning. So I'm on the other side. What's wrong with a Christian having some contraception just in case? Just in case it's oops, it happened again. Oops, I made another mistake. Oops, we fell down, but we get up. And I don't need to get over herpes or, or AIDS, so let me wear a condom and let a Christian single woman on the pill so she can, you know, Dodge that bullet and not get pregnant because, you know, bringing those unwanted children in the world, that ain't going to solve nothing. That's going to cause a bigger problem. So who wants to speak to that? Somebody got a comment on that? You want to talk? Five star. Five star. Five star. So nobody's going to challenge that? That's cool. Some Hey, single dudes, let's wear some cotton, bring, you know, just take some condoms just in case. 573, you had a comment. Go ahead. Go ahead. We can't hear you at all. Maybe you got your phone muted. Oh, hello? Oh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying, I, I wanted to give other people a chance, but I, I did want to comment on this one. Okay. Uh, uh, well, I know the closest thing to that in in the Bible um, is uh, the account of Judah, the sons of Er and Onan, the the in in, in Genesis, mm-hmm. uh, chapter thirty eight, and uh, basically it was this guy married to this woman, and uh, from what I believe he was he wasn't trying to share. Um, his inheritance with his, one of his children or whatever, his children. So he had sex with the woman, and then he used the withdrawal method, which was a form of um, 
a form of contraception. Mm-hmm. And and God strike them dead. Uh yeah, so and uh I mean that's the closest that I know of in the Bible to where, you know, uh you know, it came about the the whole the whole issue of contraception. Um so but I mean anyways, besides that, you know, Christian singles shouldn't or Christian men rather and I mean it's no reason to be carrying around contraception talking about just in case because um yeah, we all get tempted. Yeah, that's true. But we shouldn't be susceptible. We shouldn't put ourselves in a position, even put ourselves in a position where we're going to be tempted. But, like brother, that. but brother, but brother, let me ask you something. Now. I mean, we all trying to walk straight. Sometimes you have a trip over a bump, you know, like a curb <laughs> or something. Actually, trip fall, slip, right? Right. Right. Okay. So you know, you gonna accidentally trip and fall. You know, you don't want to amputate your leg because you had accidentally tripped before you got an infection, something like that. Okay. So, okay. you know, you just want to protect yourself, right? Right, okay. Okay, but you here's trying my... To have, you weren't trying to have no sex. You you know, you you, you went, you, you was going to the girl's house. You know, y'all was going to have Bible study or something, you know, in our room. Right. In the right. park. With, with, right. With, with the video on and nobody home. But you... Right. You weren't trying to do nothing. You just went over to read your Bible or something, have Bible study, and you, you, you <laughs> accidentally maybe, you know, just messed up. Or maybe just had a weak moment. Just a moment. No. But then, but wait a minute. But see, the problem with the whole thing, see, the, big, see, the reason why teenagers have all these unwanted kids because these Christians out here preaching abstinence. They're not being realistic. <laughs> if they was realistic, you give the kids condoms. And that's going to stop the STD spread and all these unwanted children. That's the biggest lie. That. Biggest lie. Christian, Mr. Christian, I mean, what, you got some proof? I, I, that, that, to me, that is the biggest lie you can ever give someone. Because, first of all, when the contraception rates went up, that's when the STD rate went up. <laughs> That along with that, along with the contraception rate going up, the STD rate went up. So what does that mean? People started having multiple sex partners. So it doesn't dwindle. Contraception doesn't dwindle the the the, the, the sexual activity. It increases it because the whole point behind contraception is it's supposed to protect you from having a child. From recreating, reproducing. All right, all right, brother. Your, your time ran out, man. You, you, okay, okay, I got you, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you for coming, man. Anybody else? Chris is around here talking, talking all this stuff. Carlos, you got something to say to that? Well, the only thing that I thought about is, you know, when you when you talk about uh, Christians uh, carrying around contraception. The first thing that I thought about is that if I'm taking a trip to the grocery store, then why am I going to pack like I'm taking a trip, an airfare trip out of town? So, you know, you got you got to be real with yourself and think about, you know, what are you planning for? Well, I don't intend to have sex, but then I'm carrying around contraception or I'm on birth control pills just in case. That's like oxymoronic. I mean, I mean, you, you might need to plan, plan for 
going out of town. You know, you never know when you might run into an airport on your way to the grocery store and need to catch a flight. Right, so right. <laughs> I, I mean, what, what's, what's wrong with that? Is there anybody on here going to agree with me and make some sense? Because I'm, I'm tired of these Christian folks. All they're talking about is contraception is the way. Anybody? Oh, wait a minute. I got another comment. Uh, uh, 
you know, it's, the girls are wild out here. You know, I, I don't want my son to impregnate, have all these baby mamas. So we have, you know, went through drastic procedures because, you know, he can't help it. He he gotta he gotta get it out, and I don't want him to start having all these kids. And and the underlining tone is a lot of people do it. A lot of people do this. Is they would rather do that out all these kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So finally somebody agree with me. Man, I, I don't know if I agree, but I just think that's how it is. Put I mean, that girl on man, put that girl on a pill when she's twelve. On the pill is that's right. That that's put and that's the girl on a pill about a and put like that boy on give him some condoms, man. You know, 'cause that's you know what they're gonna do? Question on the floor is should Christian singles, young or old, be on birth control and contraception? Why or why not? I'm taking the other side. Anybody else? Nobody convinced me yet. Why not? Anybody else? Getting ready to bring this thing to a close. Anybody else? Why or why not? So every so everybody on the line is single. Nobody got no contraception. Nobody on birth control. Are we on the fence? Or what we think about it? We don't know no Christians is carrying around condoms and on birth control, do we? They're single, do we? I don't know. But isn't that an issue though? I mean, does that really help us decide whether or whether or not a four one seven three? Go ahead. Because we keep going back to the Christians, the Christians, the Christians, and that's my issue. Because if we're truly Christians, that means we're Christ-like. We're following Christ. So it's not the ones that are following Christ. It's the ones that are just going to church, that are not truly saved and not truly believers, that are having the sex, and they're claiming that they're Christians. Well, well, okay, now here's the thing. I know that I know personally that there have been folks who were saved, they were Christians, they were having sex. I mean, they they came out of it, and they was using contraception, and using condoms, using birth control, whatever. Did nobody get pregnant? So, couldn't that be like just maybe a grace of God? Maybe God can use that to help us. Yeah, I'm not saying that, of course, there's definitely grace. But if we're choosing to be fully persuaded. But couldn't he use the contraception as the grace for the Christian that's totally not delivered or it's just struggling? No, we all struggle with purpose. No. Mm-mm. Well, hey, somebody got to give me, where you Bible scripture for that Bible lady? You was calling all those scriptures. Talk to me. <laughs> Find scripture on that and get back with it. Somebody else got to come in. 9991. Go ahead. Hello. Um, it, uh, to me, it all boils down to uh, being real with, with ourselves uh, as Christians and, you know, sharing each other's testimonies because that right there, um, along with, 
knowing God's love, that will help us to get through it together. Because it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a fight. But Jesus has given us the armor we need to be able to, you know, pray through some things. Like, I, I had to do that today. And, you know, I know I'm born again. But just praying to God helped me, you know, with another believer, helped me, like, get through some lustful temptations. You know, like, it's a constant fight. It's not... But we can't take it easily out and try to do it the world's way because that's not what God's worth is to do. He says not to be conformed any longer to the pattern of the world, but be transformed. And that only comes with our mind being renewed by the Holy Spirit. Ooh, I like that now. You 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 are, you changing my mind now. If I was a sinner, I, I'd have to I'd have to sit back and listen because that's a keep it real answer right there. Okay, okay, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. It's a real struggle out here. And um, I'm, I'm back on, 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 on my real view. Of course, uh, I, was, I was raising those issues because, as Marjorie said, in 3260, and she was saying, that's what people say. And I know there's a lot of silent people up here because <laughs> looking at y'all, they said that because y'all don't really know what to say because, I mean, most of us have adopted that view. Thank you, 9991. And I, I need you to uh, uh, visit our church, and, and I need to meet you uh, if I don't know you. But God bless you. Um, yeah, it's a real struggle out here. So, but here's the scripture, y'all, and uh, this has been good once again. Several of y'all on the line, thank God for that. Here's the scripture, Romans 13 and 14. I'll give you a moment to find it. Romans 13, 14. Here is the scripture for why we don't carry condoms just in case and why we're not on the pill just in case and why we don't go get the transvaginal mesh just in case and why we don't put our girl on the ortho, teenage girl, when she having a period, once every six years, just in case. All right? It's found in Romans 13, verse 14. And it's definitely talking about sex. We can start at 12. The night is almost over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and arm ourselves with the weapons of light. Mm. Verse 13. Let us behave decently as in the daytime. Not in carousing, all right, and, and let, me, let me read in this other translation. Not in partying, getting drunk, not engaging in sexual immorality or other excesses, not quarreling or being jealous. Instead, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify your sexual desires. Here's what it says in King James. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, I love how this reads, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Make no provision, make no provision for the flesh. When you are carrying condoms, you are making provision. Like my wife said, you ain't going to Hawaii, why you packing Hawaii clothes? You going down the street, I tell my wife I'm going to get some gas, and she see me with three or four suitcases loaded up. 
you'll be like, what do you think you're going? I'm just going to get stabbed, just taking my luggage just in case. No, I'm the devil is a lie. I'm doing something else. I'm going to go do something else. Because what I'm saying with my mouth, I've made provision to do something else. So, like the lady said, I mean, she said it so, she said it so well, 9991. You know, it's more complicated, cut and dry. I mean, you got to be really in this thing. It's a daily battle. It, you know, love, the spirit of Jezebel, we started talking about that today, is everywhere, everywhere. I mean, every commercial, billboard, music videos, I mean, everything, man, just sexual, it's all around us all the time. So it's hard for a single Christian. That's why you need to be getting yourself together and prepared to be worthy to get married so God can send you your mate. Okay? But it's, it's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for many people. So I know it's hard for single Christians. But you cannot make provision for the flesh. If you are a parent of a teenager, it's going to come up. It's going to come in question. Do we go take that daughter to go get her a pap smear to put her on birth control? Because these girls, they wild out here. Do we give us, do we have to talk with our son? When he is 13, 14, he gets serious about dating some chicks. Do, you know, girls, do we sit down and give him a handful of condoms and say, be careful, you know it ain't right, but if you do, use the condom. Or do we make a resolute decision to teach holiness, to preach holiness, and tell them don't make no provision for the flesh? Because the bottom line is, like Rodney said, and he was right, this, the, the condom campaign has not worked. Wrap it up. BET, then they wrap it up for all them years. And with nobody wrapping nothing up. Because the, because the, the aim of sexual activity is intimacy. And every barrier, the next level of intimacy is going to be no barriers. That's why it never works. Because at some point somebody's going to say, but don't you love me? Don't you trust me? Well, come on, let's try one time without, and that's the one time you get herpes. That's the one time the girl get pregnant. I mean, it only takes one time. So the goal of sexual intercourse, which God created it, is intimacy. So you stay in relationship with that person, it's going to be intimacy. And at some point, all barriers are going to come off. That's why it doesn't work. Sexual uh, contraception gives the, uh, the false idea that I can have sexual freedom to do what I want, but then there's all the other things that God has created with sex, which is emotional uh, attachments and all these things, and, and as well as the escalation of ultimate intimacy, which is sexual contact without any barriers. And ultimately, that's going to happen. So... That's why STDs um, STDs have gone up as uh, contraception rates have gone up. So, man, this was a good conversation. To now, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go ahead and get some information. See, our people, especially, and I we might not have you know might be more than black people alive, but our people, we 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 excel in being prolific in ignorance, <laughs> prolific about the, the ignorant stuff, the most ignorant things in the world. And then the stuff we're supposed to know, we don't know nothing about. Right? We know how to go get a scratch off and scratch it off. I'm ignorant of that. 
ain't never scratched off nothing. We know I go get a lottery ticket, though. How many numbers is and all that stuff? I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> we prolific and ignorant. We know how to do the Cupid Shuffle. We know how to do the Harlem Shake. We know how to wobble. I don't know how to do none of that stuff. See, we prolific and ignorant. We, we know the stuff that is foolishness, but the stuff that really count, we don't know nothing about. So the Bible says you buy wisdom, you buy knowledge. Listen, on sale for $4, our e-book, you'll get it immediately. Come to your phone, your iPad, your computer. Uh, Wait, David Maiden, the book, you can get that, the e-book today. When you get that today, we're going to send you test to the, the um PDF version of Test 2, right? The e-book of Test 2. We send it to you for free. So you get two e-books for $4. Read and inform yourself. Read and inform yourself. The, the contraception industry was created to destroy black people. I'm, I mean, I know that sounds bad, but it was created to eliminate the black race, and we documented everything in this book. So we want you to read it. This is probably our least read book out of all. We have a publishing company. We sell a lot of books. It's our least sold, least read book is Tesla because African Americans, especially women, they don't want to read this. They don't want to know it. They don't want to know the information. So the abundance is 120-some pages long. Every scripture that deals with, um, every scripture dealing with, uh, Sexual purity. We pull every scripture about sexual purity out of the Bible, put it in this book for you, in the back, in the appendix, so that you can have it easily accessible. Right? Make no provision for the flesh. Man, this has been good today. Good topic. Good topic. Great topic. Thank you for bringing it, Gina. You got any closing comments? Yes, I I just wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying. Please, please, please get the ebook so that you can get the test tube book. Um, it it's I am so saddened by the disinterest in the um the information that is in the test tube book. Um, for women and for the black community in general in the area of sexual impurity and immorality the things that would save that would save our life are the things that we run from and um i i have i am just baffled by that so i want to encourage you uh those that are on the call that have not um uh read waiting dating mating read it get the ebook if you have not read Test tube, subscribe to the ebook so that you can get the free copy of Test tube. Read it um, so that you can get some information, some knowledge. Um, the, these uh, agencies like Planned Parenthood, all these things that in society they spew lies. How can you walk in truth if all of your information and your knowledge and your mind is built on lies? You cannot walk in the truth. Of, of God if everything that you have as a foundation, your belief system is built on lies. So 
get it. Get the ebook so that you can get the book. Read the book um, and pass it on. Pass it on. Get the truth um, of what's really going on, what the, what, the, what the devil is doing, what his plans are, what he's doing to us, how he's duped us. Uh, pass that on. Pass the truth on. Live the truth. Learn it, live it, and pass it on. Amen. So you can go to WaitingDatingMating.com, WaitingDatingMating.com. You can go there on your phone, your iPad. Click on the, the latest uh, post, and it's a picture of the Wayne Day main book. Click on buy buy the ebook, four dollars. You know, put your, if you got PayPal, you can do it with PayPal. If not, you can um, put your credit card or your debit card in, and, and go ahead and get that. It will bless your life. It will bless so many people's lives. Um, if get it and forward it to somebody else. Start a, a, a book club group or a discussion group on your Facebook about it. Start some controversy. Uh, stir up the hornet's nest. Get people, you know, because <laughs> people, I mean, really, you know, you guys are pretty tame uh, on this call today. But, man, you, you go to the beauty shop and raise these questions. Folks go yeah. talk. They, they, got, they got an opinion about it, and most of the time, it's prolific ignorance <laughs> again. <laughs> they 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 eloquently ignorant about the wrong stuff, and they going, oh child, you got it, all that stuff, okay? Um, so thank thank y'all for being on the line once again. WaitingDateMain.com. Uh, also, um, if you want to be on the uh, the list, the calling list, and the, Texting list, uh, you can email us at uh, paiditforward.com, uh, paiditforward at gmail.com, or you can go to Wayne Day Main site and through our contact, whatever, and sign up that way, or send them the email, and they'll put you on the email list or send you the link so that you can sign up. Thank y'all for being on. Y'all, it's not going to get, I'm telling you, it's going to get better than this. It's going to, it, it, it can't get no worse. We're only going up from here. Uh, this is our second call, and uh, we are excited about the technology. Also, you can come back to WaitingDayMaiden.com and go to the Wayden, the WDM podcast button and listen to this call. Re-air it. You can send it out to people. Uh, see what, just say, hey, see what you think about this. I, I, was, I was listening to this the other day. What's your take on this? And and uh, I, I guarantee you, you're gonna hear some some crazy opinions about this because we're very highly opinionated. Most of the time, we don't know what we're talking about. All right. So, Gina, um, since you're on the line, my beautiful wife today, can you close us out in prayer? Did anybody else got a comment before we close out? We got about another minute. Anybody else got a comment? Press five star to make a comment. Father, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for this time um, we've spent on this issue, Father God, and uh, looking at your word, comparing what the world says about uh, contraception and 
sexual purity and comparing it and contrasting it to what your word says, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the truth of your word, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you would not leave us ignorant, God, Father. You would not leave us ignorant of the devices of the devil, Father. We thank you, Lord, uh, that we are a people who can choose and decide to walk in truth, Lord. You, you've uh, given us the option. We're not bound by Satan and his kingdom and his plan and his devices. We don't have to be bound, but we can be free to walk in truth, God. We can be free to walk in light, Father. And we thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to live in bondage, Father God. Lord, we thank you for the singles, God. We thank you for the singles, God. You love singles, God. You love the lives of singles, Father. There were so many uh, that ministered in the Bible that there were singles, Father God, who did a great work. Paul, he was one of them. He was a single, and he did one of the greatest uh, the greatest uh, writings in the Bible, and he did some of the greatest work, Father, for you, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that the singles, they're set apart for you, Father God. Lord, we thank you. Your word says the singles, Father, they can serve you and they can love you undistracted, God. They can they can give their all to you. They can give their whole self to you, Father. So we thank you, Lord, for a remnant of singles. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And we glorify you, we magnify you, we thank you for all the singles that are on the line in their lives. Father, we know that, Father, most singles are not born to be humans, they're not born to be single forever. Lord, we know that you have a mate, God, that you designed them um, with a mate in mind, God. And so, Father, we thank you that, Father, they go on their journey and they walk in obedience to you and they stay in the Word. And as the young lady said, so masterfully, God as they stay in the fight daily and stay real, stay accountable to someone and pray and intercede, God. And Father, they come out on the other side victorious. They come out on the other side having uh, bumped into their mate as they were intentionally serving you. They unintentionally find their mate. And so, Father, we thank you. We love you. We give you all the praise, your honor, and glory. We pray that everyone is gets the book, the e-books um, today, God. It, it'll be a blessing to them, not only to them, but to their friends, their family, their children, their children's children, uh, to generations to come. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, God bless you guys. Every second and fourth Sunday at 5 o'clock, we'll be back here um, talking about another hot topic. Thank you all for being on today. This was a great discussion. Um, you can go back to the podcast and hear it again. Um, 